the living geek. Welcome everyone to DrunkCast with your host Jim. And I'm Joel, I think. Uh, today, folks, we wanted to say thank you so much for uh, uh, digging our hiatus. We actually had, so we had posted one. And then we were like, we're back, right? Yeah. And then we didn't post for a while. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and put that on me. We finally got a new mic. So thank you all so much for being so patient, all five people who listen to us. <laughs> and uh, and now we're back in full effect uh, from outer space. Just walked in to find you here with that dumb look upon your face. All right, so let's let's keep this going before Joel <sighs> continues to sing. I should have changed my luck. <laughs> um, okay, so today we decided that, well actually I didn't decide anything. I was like, Jim, what the fuck should we talk about? And tell us what you came up with. And so, you know, me being the totalitarian I am, I said we're going to talk about beer things because we are a beer podcast. Right. And it seems kind of weird that this is what, episode... Now that we are we missed one, I think it was on episode a, like eight, nine, eight, I think something like yeah, that. Yeah, somewhere nine. around there. Nine. Um, the nine episode will be about Nazis, <laughs> right? Or just German culture. Whatever, you know? dude. Uh, like, you know, my you know our our grandfather was named after Adolf Hitler. We're not doing this again. Yeah, or Adolf Schittler if you were from Poland. We're not doing this again. Anyways, so. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Got me off track. So, today, so, yeah. the podcast is going to be surrounding around uh, beer. Surrounding around, yes. We're going to be talking... Round and round. Round and round. Uh, Beer-related things. Yes, sir. Yes, folks. And uh, what are we drinking today? So, we just took a shot of tequila each. And now, we are uh, sampling my favorite brewing company, Samuel Adams, The Fall Variety. So, Jim, you are starting on what? A hoppy red? I am on hoppy red. Okay, how's yeah. it tasting? It's very, uh, you know, communisty. Hmm, I love it. It's delicious. Love the red state. Uh, <laughs> me, I am sampling a maple ale. That's all it's called. They've gotten really, like, basic with these things. Like, as the in names. Basic yeah. as in the names, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's really good. It's very, I feel Canadian, eh? Uh, uh, eh? Oh, I feel very polite, <laughs> eh? Oh, welcome to, uh... Oh, welcome, Welcome uh, to Drunkcast. Uh, how's everybody's day going? I'll wait just so you can answer the podcast. I'm not listening, but I... I can't, I can't actually... You are listening, Joel. Uh, but, but we just can't hear you But I do, there. I, I, I can pretend to hear you. So go ahead, ready, go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, very nice. Interesting. Oh, don't you know. Anyways. <clears throat> Sorry, I got into it, man. So, so uh, things about beer. Yeah. Now, uh, when you brought that up, I, I checked all the archives. The only thing that we came close to was our very first episode. We talked about the first beers that we drank and stuff like that. Right. But that's us. Yeah, we're pretty much stroking our own dicks. Stroking, for the first, yeah. Uh, we always stroke our own dicks. Sometimes it's just each other's. Thing. Yeah, you know? Sometimes we get a we're little best rudder going on. Yeah. It's not gay. Um, <laughs> it's not gay for cousins. Yeah. Uh, so, I went out of my way. To print out, yeah, that's right, I pressed two buttons on my computer, um, a history of beer. So this is just kind of a, this is a cultivation of, of beer from where it may have started, because a lot of speculation as to when beer actually started being produced 
Yeah. Is, is you know, it's rampant. Now, as somebody that doesn't know the answer to this, yeah, I would think Germany or China. China, China always invents everything. Well, the the thing that they know is that there's uh, there are scrolls that predate Christ. If you believe in that kind of thing, triggered. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> I do know mm, huge trigger warnings in this one, by the way, folks. <laughs> I do know that uh, monks created it. Correct? Yes, yes. So the earliest depiction of um, people creating beer are monks in Germany. Oh, and, yeah. Nice. So and. Uh, uh, can you guess what the main ingredient in a lot of fermentation processes were? Uh, hops? Uh, folks, by the way, this is featuring uh, Jim's neighbor. If you, give it give it a second. I want you to listen to the car in the background. Oh, my God. I think he died. <laughs> yeah, I think he died. Well, everybody, my neighbor just died. R.I.P. Jim's R. neighbor. Yeah. Check okay. it. Um, actually, you're in. Urine. Urine. So Wait. It there is urine in the beer? Yes, and actually a lot of biological um a lot of biological things happen within beer and in the basic <laughs> in the, uh, in the earlier time when they made beer, uh, they had very little things to go off of, but uh, urine was actually one of the easiest fermented ferment, fermented liquids that you can quickly develop beer with. Right. Um, and, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of brewers in Germany would use the yeast out of their beard that they would gather. Beard? Yeah. Really? From, from like ages of having their beard, they would just gather that dirty ass yeast and put it into the beer, which would make the hoppiness and stuff like that. Um, it was known as perfectly normal. You could actually choose your favorite beer based off your brewer. Oh, really? But it wasn't always men. Wow. A lot of brewers were women. We'll get to that. The first thing I want to start with is history, okay? Okay. So I'm going to read this off to you, and I want you to tell me your thoughts anytime you hear something that's crazy, right? So this is notable dates in beer history. In the 1800 BC, a hymn to Ninkasi, the Sumerian goddess of beer, is inscribed on a tablet about 4,000 years before men first leave evidence of brewing activity. Really? Yeah. So this is, like, when I say people don't even know when they started brewing beer, they literally don't. No idea. Okay. No idea. It could have been century. It could have been, Adam could have been brewing his own. He could have been one of those fucking hipsters. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I actually made this on my own. Okay. Uh, Satan, I know you offered me beer and stuff, but is it like, you know, uh, is it Where was organic? this distilled? Yeah, where was this? Was this in the city okay. or, I can't, uh, or in the forest? I can't have any beer that has gluten in it. So, okay. <laughs> the snake's like, what the fuck, man? Um, <clears throat> 580 BC, St. Arnold of Metz is born. One of dozens of patron saints to beer, brewers, and hop pickers. Wait. Hop picker sounds like an awesome, <laughs> awesome fucking uh, insult. Wait. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Um, there's saints for beers? Absolutely. I did not know that. Beer was a very spiritual liquid. Huh. Think about it. It would make you very accepting. I knew, I knew like, wine. Joyous and joyful. and the, uh, in, the same, in the same aspect of how people uh, found cows uh, worshipable. Yeah. Uh, worshipable. Uh, the word you're looking for is sacred. Sacred, yes. Yeah. Because you have this animal 
that would poop, right? And the poo would birth these magic plants, mushrooms, right? You take the mushroom and you start tripping shit, right? You start tripping balls, seeing things that you believe are messages from God. The same way you treat your own shit. Exactly. Right? I yeah. eat my shit all the time. You know, and and I don't see anything. <laughs> uh, I just see my mother's disappointed face. <laughs> uh, St. Arnold of Metz uh, helps end a plague by convincing people to drink beer rather than impure water. Really? So that's straight out of um, uh, Ireland. Uh, well, you know, those are my Irish people. Yeah. You know? So the irrigation system was just so fucking terrible that he was yeah. like, just drink beer because it's fermented. You yeah. have the yeast that's naturally eating all those components that make you sick. Right. So, boom. Guinness was water. Uh, so then we're at 1516. The Reinheitsgebot instituted in Bavaria is a beer, quote-unquote, purity law that remains today in revised form. The original laws permit beer to be made only with barley, hops, and water, later acknowledging yeast and permitting wheat. So, hence bringing out some more of your weedy, hoppier beers. But really, it was just kind of a law stating that only the purest of beers could be consumed. No. Ah! Ah! Fuck! Yeah. Um... How many different types of beers were there back then? Not very many. I mean, there was, you know, just I, like... I, I honestly thought, like, mead, period. Yeah. I thought it was, everything was just mead. You had your honey brew, uh, but you also had your fermented regular brews. You know, you had your blonde ales, your dark ales. Really? Your even, even back then? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, 1573, Heinrich Naust writes the first extensive book on brewing in Germany. Uh, describing in detail about 150 different beers. He calls the noble Hamburg beer the queen of all other wheat beers. Hmm. Will Wheaton beers. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Heinrich Knost, bringing that knowledge Knost. out. Kicking lyrics right to your brain when you hear the same. Uh, yeah, I agree. Continue. <laughs> um... 1716. So we're getting closer to the present day. Mm -hmm. uh, the tavern that will become known as the Wayside Inn after being immortalized in Henry... No. Hentai? No, your, uh, your computer isn't freaking out, folks. <laughs> that was just me having a mini stroke. Uh, <laughs> um, Henry Wadsworth. Uh, like Codsworth, <laughs> like in uh, Fallout Four. <laughs> God help me. Longfellow's tale of a wayside inn opens in Sadsbury, Massachusetts. Nearly three hundred years later, its oldest continuously operating inn in the United States. Really? Yeah. Still, still, uh, still thing. One day, if this, if, if, and that's a huge if, if this ever launches off to afford us plane tickets, that's the first trip we're going to. <laughs> Absolutely. Pretty soon, we won't have to work a day in our lives. <laughs> Fucking, that's a call out to somebody. Uh, 1814. A storage vat in the Horseshoe Brewing a Brewery in London containing more than 300,000 gallons of porter collapses. Ooh. Oh, Knocking no. down brewery walls and flooding immediate areas. Oh Eight God. people are killed. <laughs> by, quote unquote, by drowning, injury, poisoning by porter fumes, or drunkenness. 
Whoa, so the last one. They got so drunk that they died. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's probably going to happen to us. <laughs> I, I, that, that's the way I want to go, man. Yeah, I agree. I want to die via drunkenness. <laughs> uh, 1919 through 1933, prohibition in the form of the 18th Amendment outlaws the sale of alcohol in the United States. Mm-hmm. Right? Prohibition. Um, Boom. So the 18th Amendment is ratified on January 16th, 1919, and goes into effect January 16th, 1920. So it only took a year for them to say no, no to the to the no, no. A year for them to say, whoa, bad idea. Hey, on March 23rd, 1933, President Franklin Roosevelt signs into law legislation permitting the sale of 3.2 percent of beer. Wow, that's that's what a. uh... Um, so the average beer nowadays is five. Yeah, I was gonna say this. This maple ale is six point. It's like an angry orchard. Yeah, and that's the hard stuff, right? Yeah. So, you know, Jake from the Last Honest Gamers would be perfect for that. <laughs> He's like, I'm fine. Uh, <clears throat> on December fifth, nineteen thirty-three, the Twenty-First Amendment repeals the Eighteenth Amendment. Hmm. America wins. America wins. Cue the Eagles. USA. 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 Um, 1944. Because it is not per, uh, practical to ship beer, the HMS Menestheus, uh, a British mine-laying ship, is converted into a floating brewery to supply what? beer to British and Allied troops in the oh. Asian theater during World War II. That's why I love Britain. And you know what? I actually have a friend in the Navy by the name of Drew Harden. Um... He was telling me that a lot of these, like, ships that, like, he'll he'll be on the ship for, like, weeks at a time. Yeah. So, they have literally floating markets that come by the ships. And you can go onto the sh- that ship, buy anything you need, stuff like yeah. that, get some beer. It's fucking, it's blown up, dude. Yeah. It was revolutionary and it started with alcohol. Took a little, uh... Took a little break there. Now, Jim, I've been studying this the whole time, but do you yeah. want to take control of this real quick? Yeah. So we're at 1957. Oh, yeah. I'm going to keep working on this beer. I'm jealous. You finished one of the beers, and I want to see how how it sounds coming out of your mouth. Because right. your mouth is just, <coughs> your, your lips are so perky. Perfect. <laughs> Stop. Mm. All right. Yeah. There's people listening mm. and <laughs> watching with their ears. I'll never tell. Anyways. Okay. 1957. Uh-huh. The late Michael Jackson, not the uh, not the uh, King the of Pop, King of Pop, not the King of Pop, the pop legend, but Michael Jackson, the beer hunter. Oh shit! Drinks his first beer at Castle Hill Hotel in Huddersfield, Yorkshire. Just another Michael Jackson that stole my heart. <laughs> Twenty years later, he writes the World Guide to Beer, one of the inspirations for the beer revolution. Beautiful. Yeah. 1972. We're getting funky now. Mm. In the 70s. Development of Cascade Hops begins in (laughs) Coorsville, Oregon. Coorsville? Coorsvallis. Sorry. Thank God. I thought it was Coorsville. Coors. The banquet here. (laughs) We don't need to know that. Um, In 1956, the hop is released to brewers in 1972 and becomes a hallmark aroma and flavor for beer in America for small batch brewers. Nice. 1982. 
right now we're getting retro electric boogaloo electric boogaloo uh hilton harvest house in boulder colorado hosts a modest 20 breweries serving only 35 beers for the first great american beer festival wonderful the first in boulder california I california <laughs> colorado by the way, I just want to I want to make a side note here. The main reason why I love this list is because you went from like the origins of beer which were obviously not American because at that time America didn't exist. Right. No, hey, America's always been around, all right? And then, it just hasn't been It's been around known. in the hearts of Jesus. <laughs> it was around in the hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Um, but this list, as soon as America as soon starts, as it was founded, it's, it's all like, in all right, America. fuck everybody else. Because obviously there's like Oktoberfest and shit like that yeah. in, in Germany that yeah. we haven't even gotten to. That's already started at this point. Of course. But they don't give a fuck because it's like, that's not America. We have our <laughs> Oktoberfest. I need to go on. Uh, well, like right now we can tell that it's mainly in the U.S. and England. Now it's kind of drifting only to the U.S. or North America. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, today the annual event features more than 2,000 beers. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, it went from 20 to 2,000. Jesus. I think Boulder, Colorado is calling our names. What is that, a 100% increase? Yes. More. 1,000% increase. It would be 100 times. Yes. All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, 1992, a year before I was born... For all you people trying to, uh, you know... Um, guess your age? Guess my What's age. What's my age again? Uh, for all what? you mathematicians out there. A lot of, uh, uh, lot of uh, music references in this episode. Go ahead. Astronaut homebrewer Bill Reddy blasts into space aboard Space Shuttle Discovery, carrying an unofficial package, a bag containing Cascades hops. Uh, I'm totally saying this wrong, but... Um, Spinnaker's No, is pub. that right? Fuck yeah, first try hmm. uh, In Victoria, B.C. <laughs> which, you know, for you non-geologists uh, out there That's uh, geographists? British Columbia British would Columbia. be B.C. Yeah So uh, uh, <laughs> later makes a beer brewed with the hops that circled the earth 128 times I'm, I'm secretly looking for your bottle opener. Where is it? Thank you. 1997. Jack McDowell of New Jersey wins the first U.S. Beer Drinker of the Year competition sponsored by Wynacoop Beer Brewer in Denver. I'll take it. That's, that's the best you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, McDowell is a original member of the Beer Tourists of America. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> loosely organized group that that held its first tour in 1978. Oh, nice. Uh, let's get to the recent times. Okay, beautiful. Love uh, it. 2008. Don't worry, folks. Anybody who's snoozing right now, we're reaching the end of our list, and we're going to get to the really fun facts right now. Yeah, we're just getting a little bit of history, then we're going to get to the... Well, uh, I don't know about you, Jim, but I fucking love history about anything. Dude, history gives me a diamond boner. Yeah. It really does. So hopefully everybody's still with us and, and uh, also keeping their bo- boners hey, at a diamond they're level. they're with us, all right? Are you with us? Are you with us? <laughs> Not a young man anymore. 2008, Smithsonian Magazine states, the best beers in the world today are being made in the U.S. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. 
USA, USA, USA. Okay. Uh, vote Trump. No, get the Trump. <laughs> Trump 2016. Okay. I like the way he speaks. So we lost our last two listeners, but we gained <laughs> 300,000 Southern <laughs> listeners. Anyway, how's uh, your say? 2012, the crafting brewery sales share in 2012 was 6.5% by volume and 10.2% by dollars. Okay. 2,347 craft breweries operated for some or all of 2012. Compromised of 1,132 brew pubs, 1,118 microbreweries, and 97 regional craft breweries. Oh, fuck, dude. The floodgates are fucking opening. Everybody's making fucking beer at this Everybody's point. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. Hey, just... Uh, Come on, Jim. Everybody's on. doing it. I don't know. I My mom told me it was a bad idea. Come on. My mom said never keep hops under uh, 30 to uh, 35 <laughs> degrees Celsius. Come on, man. Are you are you uh, a chicken? Come on. Hey, don't nobody call me chicken. <laughs> All right, go on. 2013. Craft brewers reach reached 7.8 volume percent of the total U.S. beer market. Additionally, craft beer share of the total U.S. beer market reached 14.3% in 2013. <clears throat> Blah, 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 money, money, money. The retail dollar value from craft brewers mm-hmm. was estimated at $14.3 billion. Billion dollar industry, dude. It went from being illegal to a billion dollar industry. $14.3 billion. I guarantee yeah. you our kids will be doing the same thing talking about wheat or something. <laughs> it was illegal at one point, man. Yeah. It now was a it's... prohibition, man. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, harsh in our buzz, man. All right, 2014. Craft brewers reached 11% volume of the total U.S. beer market. That's more than one-tenth of our uh, beer market. Goddamn. That's just craft. That's that's pretty uh, impressive. Fucking A, dude. Additionally, craft dollars share of the total U.S. beer market reached 19.3% in 2014. As retail dollar values from craft breweries was estimated at nineteen point six billion, uh, more than three thousand four hundred U.S. breweries operated for all of twenty fourteen. Eighty percent were small business owners and small independent craft brewers, uh, and yeah, that's that's it. Give me this. It was it, you had me at a huge boner up until the end. And then you started trailing off like you were reading off of, like, To Kill a Mockingbird in High School. That's... No, it was mostly numbers at the end there. But awesome, dude. <laughs> Fuck yes. I'm impressed. It went from piss to $19.3 billion market in America. Dude, it's... I... I was talking to somebody the other day who really wished they were born in the Prohibition era. I was like, Why? <laughs> And they were like, oh, because everybody had to make it in their fucking bathtubs, which means that it was pretty primo shit, right? I was like, no, it had that's shit moon, in it. That's moonshine. That's like yeah. battery acid. Spray. There was like <laughs> a bunch of uh, brews that killed you because yeah. they weren't properly taken Probably care of. Probably made, yeah. There's nowadays, like houses exploding all the time. And nowadays, you can even pick up a, a beer kit. Can you imagine? Uh. It, it... <laughs> Moment of silence for... For your RIP, my, my stomach. Um, 
But nowadays, you can even get just get a brew kit from BevMo. Yeah. And they'll just give you a fucking, like, they're like, here, follow these instructions. It's impossible to... Dude, nowadays, any class that I'm taking over at school, yeah. there's um, when everybody has to introduce himself, which, uh, by the way, is you know, the worst part of any class. I'm um, a brewer. Yeah, there's always one guy that's like... <sighs> Yeah, uh, I'm a brewer, right? They're always, they're always I brew, brews. Uh, I brew beer. They're always just brews, by the way. Oh, yeah. I, uh, me and my buddy, we uh, make craft uh, brew. Hey, anybody in here want some uh, beer? Talk to me. Okay. I'm your guy. But keep it on the DL, because uh, I'm not doing any of the business tax, okay? <laughs> that's, for the, uh, that's for the big fish, and right now we're little fish, okay? We're trying to get to a big pond for us, you know what I mean? That's business talk. Uh, ladies, <laughs> see me after. Okay, so let's make it a little fun now. Oh, let's let's spice it up a bit. Spice it up. Um, spice I, girls. I, 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 So, I went on the uh, World Wide Web. Oh, okay, Al Gore. I pieced together some of the most interesting facts that I could find about beer. And not just like, okay, so we went through the history. But I wanted to know, like... Uh, all these little tidbits about beer, because obviously since there's such a big part of the world's history, mm-hmm. there's got to be like records broken, different things that happen. Like we heard about the flooding of of uh, of London from yeah. all that fucking beer. Beer, yeah. That in itself is an interesting fact. Uh, so the number one that I found was Amsterdam pays alcoholics for cleaning the city streets in uh, ten euros for a pint. Really? A packet of rolling tobacco <laughs> and five beers. Dude, that is that is a city knowing its vices yeah. and using it. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I they wish got prostitution the US could do that. on, on down. Yeah. They got yeah. alcoholics down. It's They're easy. like, oh, are you a, a heroin addict? Here, here, we'll give you a little bit of heroin. Yeah, Just we'll... go ahead and clean for an entire day. You see that murderer over there is running? You catch him, I'll give you all the heroin you want. He's like, I guarantee he's like, I guarantee you. He's gotta go caught. fast and he's <laughs> just gone. <laughs> just ripping into his stomach. They said I you can, had heroin! I, I, can, I, can, I can guarantee you there would be no crime. <laughs> Absolutely none. No, if you if you commit a crime, the heroin addict's gonna fucking rip your asshole. Um, number two, Stephen. Pet Petrosino of New Cumberland, Pennsylvania, down to 33 ounces of beer. And for those of you who are doing hard math right now, that's one liter <laughs> in 1.3 seconds. He's the world what? champ. What? 1.3 seconds. Excuse me? So you go one, and then it's done. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So that, okay, so. I wonder if he was like really popular in college. Do you mind if I segue real quick? Because we have some more facts. We're going to have to take a drink. But Yeah. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll take please, a chug. Please do. But I'm going to segue because when when I read about Steven Petro, uh, Petrosino, I thought about a very infamous video that we have circulating our family right now. Yeah. Of, um, I know of, exactly what you're talking about. So Joey Chestnut is actually a... Uh, an acquaintance of ours, I guess. I've met now, Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut, for those of you who can't remember who he is, he is the world leader in uh, foodie competitions. Yeah. He actually just broke the record for the most, what was it, hot dogs eaten? I have it right here. Uh, so, um, 
He won his fifth consecutive championship with 62, uh, 62 HDB. What does HDB mean? Um, hot dog buns? I guess. I, no, I have no oh, idea. Oh, yeah. Hot dogs the fall, Yeah, hot dogs and buns. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, what? I, I totally guess. Anyways. Uh, let's see. So, 2015. So, on July 4th, 2016, Chestnut regained the championship belt from Matt Stoney by eating 70 hot dogs, 3.5 hot dogs short of his record, setting qualifier round. You know what's a funny fun fact about that? And I'll drink because yeah. I'm going off topic on an off topic topic. What? Uh, both of them? In Matt 10 Stoney, minutes, by the way. Uh-huh. Matt Stoney and Joey Chestnut, uh-huh. both San Jose natives. Yeah. Pretty yeah. interesting, right? So Joey Chestnut's in there. So reading about Steven Petrosino, I thought about Joey Chestnut because we've met him. Joey Joseph yeah. Jaws Christian Chestnut. Super fucking tall. Pretty tall. I mean... He's like six foot one. He's pretty tall, I guess. Hey, fuck you, <laughs> all right? I'm over here sitting at Danny DeVito Heights. <laughs> and... Um, and I wanted to, like, look up exactly how, like... Because it doesn't say anything about him drinking. No. But I remember... Joey. He, we yeah. had a video of him drinking. Now, wait. Before he... He came to our cousin's birthday party. He yeah. was dating a family friend at the time. What's her name? Uh, I'm going to get in major uh, shit for this, but what's her... What's her okay, uh, never, Bianca. Never, Bianca, there you go. Yeah. So he was dating a family friend at the time named Bianca, and what's so her name? Bianca. Right, Bianca. I, I, okay. Anyways, and so he showed up to our cousin's party. How did he know? Us. He was dating a family friend at the time. What was? Oh yeah. What was her name? <sighs> Bianca. Bianca. Right. Okay. Go ahead. No, please, you. It's all you now. <laughs> Just kidding. <Go> ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah he came met the family he mm. met me and joel and uh really really nice guy i was i was shocked he uh i mean <laughs> he was extremely nice i mm-hmm. have nothing bad to say about the man me and him took a piss together we had a moment we took a piss <laughs> dude and uh it was cool he was the one that came up to me concerned when you were taking a shit for too long because <laughs> he he came up, like, him, Tanya, and I guess Bianca came up to me, and they were like, do you know where Jim is? Right? Because apparently I'm Jim's fucking herder. Yeah. And, and I was like, I don't know, he's probably in the bathroom. And they're like, can you call him? So I'm, I'm recalling you multiple times. And I'm taking a shit in the bathroom, yeah. And then Joey's like, oh, I must be in the bathroom, right? And I was like, oh, I, I guess I'll go check. And so, obviously, I, I mean, I see his chucks underneath the fucking skull, and I'm like, Jim? And he's like, yeah? Are you okay? Yeah, just taking a shot. <laughs> Apparently, if you That's disappear for more than, like, <laughs> if you disappear for, for, for more than, like, five minutes with our family, you're dead. But listen to this fucking, like, this is a fucking revenge story, bro. <laughs> you could make a movie about this. Watch, watch, ready? Yeah. 2014, on, Ju- on July 4th, 2014, Chestnut ate more hot dogs <laughs> than any of his opponents. Nearly, <laughs> dude, I, I could write that same sentence for myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> narrowly defeating competitor Matt Stoney. He successfully ate 61 hot dogs to Stoney's 56. By the way, this is all in 10 minutes. Um, making this his eighth consecutive win prior to the event. Chestnut proposed to his longtime girlfriend, Nez- Nesley? 
Rikasa. Mm-hmm. So right there, you have the hero's journey where he peaks, right? Yeah. He peaks. Now you have to travel down. Now you have to mm-hmm. go into the abyss, right? Yeah. Joseph Campbell. Oh, man, I'm getting deep. <laughs> Joseph Campbell's fucking uh, 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 hero's journey, 2015. On July 4th, 2015, Chestnut was defeated by Stony. He successfully ate 60 hot dogs, but Stony improved since 2014 and consumed 62 hot dogs. Ending Chestnut's eight-year run as a champion. Motherfucker. Nesli and him broke up as well. Ugh. So 2016, right? Uh-huh. Here is his enlightenment. On July 4th, 2016, Chestnut redeemed himself with 70 hot dogs and buns with Stoney behind with 53. What a punk bitch. Starting up his streak again. On September 4th, 2016, he won his no. third consecutive title at the United States Chicken Wing Chicken Wing Eating Championship in Buffalo, New York by eating 188 wings in 12 minutes. I can do the same thing. (laughs) I just want to say his downfall was stopped short when he met us. Uh, uh, People might believe in coincidences. I don't. No. I I think uh, me and you had a big part in this. I think so too. Mm -hmm. Because I whispered to him, right? (laughs) I was like, Joey, I know you can't hear me right now because you're drunk. But no, Joey doesn't get drunk. You can do it, right? And then he looked at me and he's like, Joel, I'm not drunk. <laughs> and I'm like, shh, right? I put my fingers on his lips. And then he ate all of my fingers in 10 minutes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, by the way. Take your time. Anyways, really cool thing. Two things before we go back to the to the fun list and end our show. No, no, wait. We, we were talking about a video that's infamous in our family. Right, right. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to take a huge chug for that. As you take your chug, I'll tell them about the video. Do it. So, it was our cousin's birthday, cousin David. And when he found out that the legend, Joey Chestnut, the man, was here. The legend. Uh, he decided, well, fuck, I have to challenge him to something. Right? So, <laughs> he went up to Joey and he said, all right, I got to challenge you to something. Let's let's see who could down a beer the quickest. Right. right? Joey laughs at obviously. Yeah. And so I mean, okay. there's a gaping hole. The, the the guy the guy is just so down to earth. I I am a huge Joey Chestnut fan. Yeah. Cause he, he no says, Joey okay. Chestnut owns my heart. Yeah. He he says okay. He doesn't doesn't say anything else. He and just he says can, sure. He can right? eat my heart in a minute. So this video <laughs> this video shows my cousin and Joey Chestnut both the beers. One two three go. <laughs> And Joey Chestnut, up, done. Right? Finches beer instantly. <laughs> Meanwhile, David's still trying. <laughs> Joey's already won, but David is not giving up that easy. He's still trying, and he's halfway down by the time Joey's done. Yeah. Um, so, the, but, but I, I do have to say, Joey Chestnut, one of the nicest people I've ever met. Absolutely. Um... That being said, I have his the way he trains and his world records that he holds currently. Yeah. So training, Chestnut trains by fasting and by stretching his stomach with milk, water, and protein supplements. Since the start of his competitive eating career, his competition weight has varied from 225 to 240 pounds. Uh, one hundred. He does not look 240. That's well, crazy. Well, he's super fucking tall. Yeah. After winning his sixth consecutive hot dog eating contest in 2012 by eating 68 hot dogs, he stated, quote unquote, I will not stop until I reach 70. This sport isn't about eating. It's about drive and dedication. 
And at the end of the day, hot dog eating challenges both my body and my mind. This guy's a fucking, like, Yoda. Dude, he's like, he's like the fucking Gandhi of pork <laughs> products. Um, world records held. Deep Fried Asparagus Eating Championship in Stockton, California, May 2014. Uh, 12.8 pounds deep fried asparagus. 12.8 pounds? <laughs> he ate like... Oh my god. He ate two healthy newborn babies worths of asparagus <laughs> in 10 minutes. Pork ribs. 13.76 pounds of pork rib meat in 12 minutes at John Ascuga's Nugget Casino Resort during the Best in the West Nugget Rib Cook-Off. Steak. 4.5 pounds of steak. Uh, plus sides in eight minutes, 52 seconds. Uh, in Texas, dude. Uh, hot dogs. Nathan's famous hot dogs and buns. We already know that one. Matzo balls. <laughs> Fuck, dude. He's even owning the Jewish. <laughs> 78 matzo balls in eight minutes at Kenny and Ziggy's New York Delicatessen. Uh, bratwurst. 70 bratwursts in 10 minutes. Hard-boiled eggs. 141 hard-boiled eggs in eight minutes. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> Shit, dude. That's that's yeah, impressive. I'd, I'd puke after twenty. <laughs> pork rolls, thirty-two quarter pound pork roll sandwiches in ten minutes. That is my dream. Now, man. one, I think oh. the last thing that I'm gonna say about Joey, uh, I mean, I can't say enough about him. The, the guy, the guy is phenomenal. Did he talk shit about Nathan's? No, he didn't because that is his sponsor. And if his sponsor ever got wind about that, that would be bad. So he, he never did. Mm-hmm. I did because I don't like Nathan's personally. This will be cut out, right? right. <laughs> but but I will Oops. say, uh, I asked Joey, uh-huh. um, how did it get started? How did he find out? I'm like, how the fuck do you... Wake up one day and say, you know what? I'm going to eat 72 I'm fucking I'm going to take all those wieners yeah. fast. He <laughs> said he said he was at a party with one of his friends. Yeah. And, or with his brother, yeah. I believe it was. And uh, somebody challenged him to eat more than, than him. So he did it. And it was so easy for him, he decided to do it competitively. That's how he found out. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. That's how, like, MLG gamers do it. Yeah. Like, they just start playing, and they're like, dude, how? when have you ever lost? And they're like, oh, I, I don't lose often, you know? And they're like, well, we should try for competitive. And then they have teams and shit like that. Right. So, totally, totally, dude. You yeah. can make a good living off that shit. Being the best at anything. I think there's even, like, world champion shitters. <laughs> All right, so continuing. Uh, we're going to make this a, a little bit of a shorter episode than we usually do. So, we're going to mm. burn through these fun facts here. World's strongest beer is Brewmeister's Snake Venom, sixty-seven point five percent. Dude, that would oh, that would put me under. Uh, it uh, has a warning label. That I guarantee you, it's a porter. Right? You, ha- you have to take it in shots. Yes. Fuck. Uh, number four: Ancient Egyptians built the pyramids under the influence of about four liters of beer a day. Really? And that's confirmed by archaeologist Patrick McGovern. Maybe I should uh, do that at my work, you know, Uh, work harder. Work harder, work smarter, work (laughs) drunker. Uh, Beer commercials. Here's what, this one tripped me out, dude. Beer commercials in the U.S. cannot actually feature people drinking the beer. I thought that was interesting. I had heard that one. What? Yeah. I I looked up so many different beer commercials that I thought I saw them drinking, 
No? When I heard that one, I, the Super Bowl was coming up, so yeah. I actually watched all the commercials during the Super Bowl. None of them. None of them. They're Not all fucking... One. It makes sense, because they're all fucking jumping into things yeah, that have they, nothing they, to that's do. Why, that's why Budweiser has yeah. the fucking horses and the yeah. dog and that shit, and like, Bud Light horse. Has, has like a political thing now. Yeah. It's like... They can't show people drinking. I thought that was crazy. That's fucked up. That's why they're yeah. all jumping in the fucking ocean and shit. Yeah. I'm like, I can't jump into the ocean and drink a beer. Yeah. What am I, Superman? Um, uh, I found a, um, a legitimate phobia that I have. Okay. It's sinosilicophobia. It's fear of having an empty beer glass. <laughs> you know, I think I have that too. <laughs> uh, first professional brewers were all women called Brewsters. Really? The women had to be very beautiful to be Brewsters. Uh, triggered. Okay, <laughs> so your idea of beauty, I don't know. But no, that's <laughs> it's interesting because that must have been a long time ago and uh, women didn't really... No, this was really long ago. Yeah. Like before and women even... had a tough time getting any position of power back then. Yeah. Right? Like... And even then, this wasn't really a position of power. This is... They they were they had to be beautiful and stuff like that in the same sense that like uh, the most beautiful prostitutes will get more clients. Right. It's because they will be you know the the attractiveness level of both having a brew and a and a beautiful girl over there will bring more revenue and actually bring more more sociability, right. keep you afloat. <clears throat> um, number eight. At any given time, zero point seven percent of the world is drunk. So 50 million are drunk right now. There's two of them right here. Right here. <laughs> um, and last but not least, beer strengthens bones, dude. It's good for you. So, wait a minute. You're telling me my parents wasted their time make, forcing me to drink milk? That's right. It's rich in silicone that increases calcium deposits and minerals for bone tissue. Wow. So this whole time I could have been drinking beer and said I was drinking milk. Those of you who I always say, hey, you know, uh, I always leave a little message after I post. I say, hey, drink responsibly, right? Yeah. You are. You've always have been <laughs> because just by drinking, you're responsible. You're responsible about your bone health. You're, respo- you're responsible about, you know, Joey women's and- rights. Apparently Joey Chestnut loves you. <laughs> I know it. Our Lord and Savior, Ch- Joey, Joey Chestnut. Chestnut. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude. Yeah. That's the history of beer and Joey Chestnut. You know, I, I <laughs> Joey Chestnut, he deserves it, man. Um, anyway, so this this episode is really long overdue. We don't talk about, like, we talk about what we're drinking every episode, but we don't really, we've, I think we've, we've never gone in depth about it. We focus way too much on trying to please, like, all sorts of audiences, but I think what I really love and what's probably going to make this episode my favorite is that we were able to talk about the main things that we love. Yeah. Which is beer. Absolutely. So, good idea, cousin. Yeah, thanks. Good idea. <laughs> Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, by the way, I want to say, fuck all y'all. I actually got a mic, so I'm not that <laughs> lazy. Um, so, hopefully the quality is good, and I want to hear some feedback. Um, tell us what your favorite beer is, or what your favorite fact was. You're going to see a lot more of us. Look for us on Instagram. Oh. We're at, at uh, drunkcast, N-O- N-O-T-L, not a living geeks. <laughs> I'm drunk, um, and uh, we're gonna have we're gonna be on Instagram. We're gonna be on Facebook. Um, we're gonna have all sorts of things, and I'm going to go into much more depth when I'm sober next podcast. 
and uh, we're always looking to improve. Right. Yes. If you see if you see a problem about us, please let us know. If you see something good yeah. about us, if let you us were know. triggered at any point of this episode, let us know. Because I want to trigger you again. I'm going to I laugh. I love to trigger. I will laugh right in your face. <laughs> right in your mouth. I'll put my lips in your mouth and just go ho 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 ho, you know. Cuz I can't make my lips too big or else I'm out of your mouth. You understand? Why are you looking at me like that? Anyways. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, I think we're done here. This has been Jim. This has been Joel. I just wanted to do it just like Jim. And I'm your host. I'm your co-host, Joel. Y'all have a good night. Drink responsibly, folks. You already are. And uh, thanks for listening. All y'all could.